Number five story. The Hassan Chop is what this is called. This is this is some in-depth reporting by Scott. Well, hold on now. Let me just say this is a hot story, and one of our compet one of our competitors is is running this. Uh, Rush Limbaugh. He is he's spoken about this, and so <laughs> what what's funny about this? And Tom, I'll, I'll let me let me read this. There's only a few things about this that are funny because it's actually a very tragic thing. But this is what's what's interesting. A New York man, Muzahamal Hassan, he founded a pro-Islam TV station called Bridges TV. Five years ago, why did he do this? Well, it was to combat the negative public image of Muslims. Hmm, interesting. Well, why is he under arrest? Well, you know, he beheaded his wife. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Seriously. Holy crap. But, you know, Tom, this is your religion of peace. So, and this is, here's the, the best part of the story. This is a real, from the Daily Telegraph. Here's the picture of the two of them. And what does the caption say? This is hard-nosed reporting. The couple in happier times before Hassan removed his wife's head. <laughs> Just to be clear. Yeah. Because you look at the photo, clearly she has a head. And, and they're, both, they're both mildly smiling. Uh, very strange stuff. Not a lot of details on it, but I can only imagine. Yeah, well... <laughs> that's five years of work down the drain. Yeah, it is. And, and look, look at what, what a... The uh, good thing... You know, and I think this probably screams at, you know, to, out to everybody, you know, is the positive image that he's given to Muslims around the world. Your religion of peace. <laughs> That's right. And, and not only are we a positive image kind of, kind of folk, but... And it goes on to say that if the charges are true, I think it's fair to say he failed at his job. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think it's pretty fair to say. Very concise. So... And it doesn't say what... What the woman did, I think no, she was just being a woman. No, yeah. oh, she filed for divorce. It is is what it was. It goes on to say in another story, another part that isn't listed on here. So she filed for divorce. He was angry, and um, I, I'm <laughs> I'm looking at this picture and I'm thinking, you know, that she could take him. So he must have he must have snuck up on her, <laughs> or felt like you know <laughs> he bonked her up the head when she wasn't looking. Then he beheaded her. Yeah, I mean she's yeah. got sideburns. This and everything. is. <laughs> He doesn't even have sideburns. This is one where you, it's the one where you really want more details. Because yeah, if where can they find this on the web? Where where's a good place to search this? Well, you can just Google Hassan Chop. Yeah, and several things Hassan come up H-A-S-S-A-N if you do that. This is from Chop. the Daily Telegraph. Yeah, and then his his name is quite long. But if you are uh, if you're outraged at this story as I am, if you're if you're dismayed at the flippant attitude that Chad has. As portrayed here, please email your your uh, your disgust to the Raiders suck and OJ is the devil at yahoo.com. Put on Flippant. there, put on there, mad at Chad in the subject line, and we'll we'll know exactly what that is. <laughs> hey, there is a whole host of reasons that this woman could have deserved it. So. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> <laughs> the man at Chad is lighting up as we speak. We're moving on. The number four story. Obama client Zarina was member of Socialist Group's Environmental Commission. I love it. So it's a very long article and no reason to go into a lot of detail. The only thing you really need to know is that this broad is a socialist. And Tom, it's change you can believe in because he is now in your president's or will be in your president's cabinet 
I, uh, what's, I love her, it. what's his she, relationship to this woman? Well, Carol Browner, she's uh, Barack Obama's <laughs> choice to be his climate czarina. Oh, climate. And when, it, when they're using the word czarina, clearly, it, it is not a... It's no right. official post that ever existed. Well, now <laughs> she served until this last an... summer as a member of a socialist organization whose mission is to enact progressive, and by progressive they mean socialist slash communist, government policies, including toward environmental concerns like climate change. Now it's interesting, there's a picture of her at the podium, and on the podium is a sign of this organization, and I've circled it, and the sign says right there, Socialist International. That's exactly what the sign says at the podium where she's speaking. So she's not shy about about becoming or being a socialist. Well, she is sort of shy. Browner's name and biography have been scrubbed from the website of Socialist International, uh, the umbrella group for 170 social democratic socialists and labor parties in 55 countries. Uh, But this photo was of her speaking in Greece to the group's Congress on June 30th. So apparently the change that you can believe in is a change of mind. Well, I guess... She's, she's changed her mind. She wants to get wiped clear of... Uh, well, no, they're just trying no, to... She, you know, they're just trying to... They're, they're trying to erase smooth her it over past. a little bit. Right. They're pretty strong. Change the records. Political yeah. party. Let's, <laughs> let's define the change we can believe in <laughs> here. change you can believe in. Change the records. Put up a new face. We can believe that Barack put some will lips, change records put some in order to save pig. his butt. Yeah. You, know, you can is, believe in that. This I gotta, is scary. Got to give it to her, though. Go ahead. Well, this is scary, Tom, because... That's what she said. With all of this, <laughs> with all of the, these social policies that your friend Barack is instituting, Tom, you know, Americans... No policies beca- instituted. There's no policy Americans instituted. are becoming fat, flabby, and flatulent. And to tell you the truth... Becoming. I'm, I'm tired of it. We're already king of all those categories. Absolutely. But this, this, this lady has good credentials. She, Browner, she, she does. Browner, formerly the longest-serving administrator of the Environmental Protection Agency, having served under Clinton. There's your... It's, Clint, it's, more, it's another Clintonista. Clintonista. Worked on Socialist Internationalist Commission for a world, Sustainable World Society, which argues that the global community will work collectively to address environmental policies, which anyone you know, who's got half a brain cell you know, understands. You can't just have one country super clean and green and then have everybody else. You know, Tom, Tom. Please, running, please look underneath coal the, the, the dermis there and epidermis and, a, and go, go to the, the meat and the bones of this. She is a socialist. What do they want to do? Did, because did, any you know, the, yeah, the corporations are nasty. The corporations are the bad guy. We are evil. Tom, I cannot believe... Well, you know, I can believe that you're falling for it because as our past listeners have known, the ones that I love so well and have served so long, they know that you are at the root a socialist when it comes to environmental change because you yeah because everybody needs to get get going with it you know if you're going to call me a socialist for that yeah global I'm, warming I'm, don't yeah global warming look out it's coming to get you global impact global warming whatever oh, you need I to believe eat. it's climate change is the term now yeah global warming the warming it's, part didn't quite work out so they need to yeah but they you, need to be able to compass to, the, we need the to cold do part too that are, Ooh, it's cold. It's it's not climate change. It's not global warming. It's winter, right? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I understand all that. We get climate change saying, in one day in California. This woman actually has some credentials. Who else are you gonna do? Just because she's a she is a socialist, you know, whatever. What? Just because she's a socialist, yeah, if you, like you don't care? Seriously? Seriously? No, I don't care what her what her political uh, things are. You know, like my dentist. 
I don't. I don't care if if he changed Boy George to his wall. If he's a, <laughs> if he's a good dentist, I'm getting down with that man. You know what I mean? Yeah, but this if she's good job with the climate, politician. She she's not so much a politician. Okay, well she she's going she, to be she right. Is. She's she's enveloped so in the political So her her politics world. are. I mean, you want your dentist to be a good dentist, right? You want your politician to be a good politician, right? Clearly, she is. She's a big big name in a huge group that's serving fifty five countries. So she's aware and understands politics. She's socialist. So's Barack. You know, I mean, she's gonna fit in well. You know, there's a, there's a million people that are you know clouding themselves. Tom, well, you know, what in if, the in the Democratic. Uh, party who are socialists. What if, what yeah. if what if what if the uh, the she comes out and says that I respect her more for that saying you know what I'm not exactly Democrat I'm socialist. What if the the Fed that's chairman fine. what if the Fed chairman were socialist and that's obviously dealing with money and how money is is uh, dis- uh, distributed and so on. Would you mind if they're a socialist? No, because I think you'd probably uh. he'd probably slit his wrist in two days because you can't have a socialist, you know, getting. Through life, building their building their credentials up enough to be to be named Fed chairman. You know, I don't think you'll see a socialist Fed chairman until we're a socialist country. I, they just don't mix. You know what I mean? Like hardcore uh, slash metal dude. You know, does not generally you know paste pink bunnies on cards as a hobby. You know, you just don't see them together. Well. Jim Inhofe, who's a Republican, disagrees with you. He's a vocal opponent of man-made global warming theories. He said Browner's extremist views date back to the Clintonista, to Bill Clinton's administration, when the idea of man-made global warming first became popular. He said hundreds of scientists have changed their position since then. And he said the Earth now is actually in a cooling period. So the scientists don't know if it's warming or cooling because it's, you know, we, we don't know. But, it's, it's, of course, it's, it's our problem. It's our fault. So he goes on to say she's a pretty extremist in my eyes in terms of her liberal leanings. Where do you draw the line between an extremist, li- extreme liberal, and a socialist? You know, everyone has a different view of that. Well, I don't know. I End think quote. they're one and the same. But I guess you don't care that we have a socialist in there. So good for you, Tom. No. Good, good for you. So it's a change I can believe in. Thank I you don't. once again. If you... Want to weigh in on this? We welcome your emails, questions, or comments. Please email Scott at the Club Ten Experience dot com or Tom at the Club Ten Experience dot com. Of course, T H O M. Tom is T H O M. Tom, what are they listening to? The Club Ten Experience. <laughs> okay, we have three more stories, and I'll tell you what they they are getting good. These these are great stories. And uh, I need to jump back for just a second. In April 1997, the National Mother's Day Committee named Browner a Mother of the Year. (laughs) So I should accept her into the... the, I'm just telling you, she's a well-rounded person, (laughs) as well as being socialist. But it doesn't tell you she doesn't have any children. (laughs) She does. (laughs) Tom, it doesn't have to be related. Tom, why don't you tell us... Go ahead. Why don't you tell us what the number three number story three is? Story. Take us there. This is what the AP is reporting. Cops. This is Associated Press story. Cops say New Jersey man posed as female veterinarian. <laughs> this is a Vineland, New Jersey story. Police say it. An Atlantic City man posed as a female animal doctor, meaning he was female, not for female animals. All right. Ran an illegal veterinary practice and set up a phony animal rescue agency that may have duped animal lovers out of thousands of dollars. <laughs> you know, we'll put his picture or her picture up on the internet. Yes. That is one 
ugly. <laughs> so was it was it for a disguise to, for the uh, for the conning? <laughs> I, I, I just think that he wanted to be a woman and just and he also is a criminal. Uh, yeah, he's not a very good woman. He's not a very good criminal. <laughs> this this guy looks like the cat lover lady. At everybody's office, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, that's who this guy. I think every like. one of the listeners can as well as this very, individual right now. Very much the man that he is. He also looks like that. <laughs> well, it's funny because they they say that he's 32 years old up up in the the paragraph, and then now below his picture they say he's 26. <laughs> so someone doesn't have their facts straight. Well, as a man, he's 32. As a woman, he's 26. There you go. <laughs> They say he also solicited donations, claiming the agency was a non-profit. Authorities said it was not. Yes. <laughs> and he's not, obviously doesn't have a, a license to practice. The no, he's, he's no veterinary person. He falsely identified himself as Dr. Danielle Smith, a graduate of the University of Pennsylvania Veterinary School. And he's, police also say he inoculated pets and offered small animals for adoption. I'm not sure what kind. Used gerbils, perhaps. <laughs> Nondescript. Well, how do you do? Small, I'm sorry. For adoptions, for fee through the rescue agency. He also solicited donations, as Scott said, claiming the agency was a nonprofit. Uh, <laughs> clearly it was not. So... So he he's is a uh, been convicted or now is charged? He's, and he's now charged, trial. and it's he does, they don't even know if he has an attorney at this point. So this is a fresh one. We'll have to wait and see how he. Yeah, that's going to have to be a story that is revisited in future podcasts. We yeah. got to see what happens to see how to Doctor Daniel, our new friend Daniel Tice, or Doctor Daniel. See if anyone can find him on the web. Looking up uh, Doctor Daniel Smith. Graduated University of Pennsylvania Veterinary School. Tom, our number two story, I got this especially for you. It's We kind of have a, a theme going on here that all these stories are somewhat interrelated. The number two story says that a Washington court says teachers can have sex with 18-year-old students. So, Tom, good for you. <laughs> I already knew that. <laughs> Where is this? Seattle, Washington. The state law does not bar teachers from having sex with 18-year-old students. So that's good to know. Oh, they, they're allowed to have sex with 18-year-old students. Not that they can have sex. What's the difference? Well, I can have sex with a potted plant, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can. <laughs> Which is not much different than the 18-year-old girls in Seattle. Yeah, probably Well, not. this is what's funny. It's uh, the, the three-judge panel of the Washington Court of Appeals. It's, uh, it dismissed a case that brought against... Hakeem High School's former choir teacher. Aren't they always former choir teachers that, that no, are doing these No, they're things? not always no. choir teachers. No. PE teachers, English teachers, math teachers. Oh, okay. Everyone is. Well, anyway, so it goes on to say that the teacher, which is Matthew Hirschfelder, was charged with first-degree sexual misconduct with a minor. He challenged a judge's, He challenged a judge's refusal to dismiss the case. The appeals court unanimously agreed that the state law is it's vague and that the legislature only intended to forbid sexual conduct between school employees and students who are 16 or 17. So I guess if you're 15 or 14, knock yourself out. I was thinking the same thing. We have, we have a slew of stories this week where the proofreaders are clearly on vacation. Yeah, you would think when that policy was be, being written up that, that they would 
focus more on the word student as opposed to 16 or 17 year old. Right. I mean, it shouldn't be vague. Yeah, right. Uh, really an administrator should. or a teacher of a school should not have any kind of sexual happenings with a student. And that right. just covers everything. And I think we're dealing with two, <clears throat> two separate angles here. My take on it is you have the, the, state, uh, the state court, you know, talking about laws, absolutes, etc. Older people cannot have sex with underage people. She's 18. She's legal. State, you know, uh, says it's got to be okay. We have to dismiss this. Probably the way that it was written and brought to them in terms of the, the way the case was But written. I don't disagree with that, actually. From, I don't yeah. think it's a state issue. I think it's a school issue. Absolutely. I'm with you there. Yeah, I mean, if the girl is 18 years old, I mean, there is no law if they're both consenting adults. It's not, it's not a law. It's not a state issue. It is a school policy it's issue. School policy That's issue. how it should be being dealt with. Yeah. Well, um, is, this, is this saying... At a high school level or at a university level? And is there a difference if the child is 18 or the person is 18? Well, I don't see the relevance no. of whether it's college or high school. I mean, you're... Yeah. So, you're if, no so, di- so no if they have an 18-year-old senior that's a girl, it's it's okay. From from the law standpoint, it doesn't matter. It's 18 years old. There's not going to be anything in the state law that says a teacher can't be with a student. That is a school policy. As far as the law is considered, all they're looking at is the age of consent. Right. And that's the way it should be. This should be a school right. issue. Whether it's on a car, at the school, at your house, whatever. Up against a mini bar. <laughs> that's right. Hook to a... <laughs> <laughs> Hook to your wall. Your towel the... hook in the living room or wherever you <laughs> choose to, through to an install it. Yeah. In a reinforced wall. That's right. You know, it's strange, but fair. Underage, No. <clears throat> of age, okay. It that seems that, that it's logically sense sensible, but I think, like Chad, the schools should respond with a simple ethics code um, in their hiring contracts. You know, put all this to bed. Don't let any you know teachers like this sort of skirt skirt the issue that that is. I think a, that's an ethics issue that needs to be right now. It, it, it does clearly sound handled. Like, it does sound like school. possibly the school was dealing with this. And he fought back and bringing the law into it. So if they didn't have the policy written out correctly, that's just ridiculous. Yeah, he fought the law and, well, he won. And he won. Tom. That's where the crickets are inserted. <laughs> Tom, hold on. Before, before we go to the, the, the very last story, and this is yours, you always read the last story, I, I just... I want to ask you, are you going to show compassion? Are you going to build up instead of tear down? Because this story is very, very similar to something we've had in the past. And so we've had angry emails concerning your insensitivity towards this subject. So it's no laughing matter. We need to report this as the true uh, professionals that we are in the press. Will you handle this with the sensitivity that this and care that this story deserves? I want to know yes or no before we go. The one we're gonna hear? Yes. It's impossible for me to say so. I well, I don't to, know what I, the story is I yet, as I'm honest. just the guest and I'm not privy to the information. But I can only guess that this has something to do with dismemberment or something. <laughs> <laughs> I get a lot of nasty emails. So I'm gonna give out the email before. I'm gonna let Tom see if he can if he can be the professional that he claims to be. Sure. Please email Tom at T-H-O-M, Tom at the club 10 experience.com. In the subject line, please put Tom is going to hell. 
for his insensitivity. Tom, would you please read the number one news story of the Club 10 Experience podcast? I flipped the page. Our number one, <laughs> our number one news story this week. Model dies after losing hands, feet, to urinary tract infection. You get it. You gotta laugh at that. Come on. Model dies after losing hands, feet, to urinary tract infection. Oh my goodness. I need to read on. This is. <laughs> this. Who wrote this? Doesn't even say. They were laughing. They don't know if it's AP. It's Fox News. Oh, okay, foxnews.com. Uh, officials say a Brazilian model whose feet and hands were amputated because of an infection has died. Now, a urinary tract infection. <laughs> All right. Officials said in a statement early Saturday that sadly, 20-year-old Mariana Breedy's condition deteriorated overnight, and she died at 2.30 a.m. So our heartfelt condolences do go out to the, the Breedy family and all her friends. But come on. <laughs> the Espirito Santos... What? The Espirito Santos State Health... I feel like I need to make the sign of a cross when I say that. The Espirito Santo State Health Secretariat said the statement she died from complications related to a generalized infection. It was caused by the bacteria Pseudomonas arginosa, which is known to be resistant to multiple kinds of antibiotics. Okay, so we see what's going on here. They give you the, they give you the, you know, the nuts and bolts of what happened. It obviously makes sense. That's a horrible uh, spreading and medical treatment resistant strain of anima, ana, or of uh, bacteria. Well, now, is it, it's due to the original disease. It's not due to the amputations. Well, the amputations were something they did along the way. It's kind of like right, a, so it's, it was, stuffing a marshmallow in the hole in the diet. It didn't work. Yeah, it didn't work. Right. So, it, so really, it, just pointing that out is irrelevant. Well, it's, it's not, because as Tom would say... It makes it, it more as, as Tom said to the, the poor lady in New York who had her hands and feet amputated... You know, when she went in for the doctors misdiagnosed it. Oh, oh sorry. We missed that. <laughs> exactly. Well, the doctors didn't this miss is the same. this. It sounds like they, they should have took some more stuff off. No, they... <laughs> <laughs> no, because it says that they originally... Get some more! <laughs> you know, if they would have chopped her off with the torso, oh, she might be alive today. <laughs> the original... <laughs> And still probably would have been better looking than most women on the planet. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she's, she's, very, very she's a very attractive young they, woman. They diagnosed her with kidney stones. Which is identical to the, the bad news story that we had it is. from New York. It is. So, I mean, one big thing that comes out of this, to be completely professional, is if somebody diagnoses you with kidney stones, you need to get a second opinion. You need to check that out. You need to make sure that you aren't having one of these... Um, you know, virulent strains of bacteria uh, destroying your body while they're like, eh, they're kidney stones, but we can't get a picture of them. If they can't get a picture of your kidney stone looking like a golf ball stuck inside your abdomen, you need to have them check you for bacteria because this stuff will show up. You put a drop of this person's blood in there, wham! You know, it looks like a, you know, the fast speed time lapse on TV. It, stuff is just... Brutal. She originally fell ill in December. So she lasted, you know, through a very difficult infection until January 24th. It is a pretty sad story. I mean, it's it is. It, it is horrible. And again, I, it's the people. You know, we now in the, the Club 10 uh, family know that, you know, these bacterial infections are a serious, serious condition. 
she fell ill in December. Here's here's the nut that, that Tom likes to crack in here. Uh, fell ill in December. Doctors originally diagnosed her with kidney stones, local media said, but her condition worsened, and doctors then diagnosed a urinary tract infection that spread. She was hospitalized on January 3rd. So, you know, all that time, that's what's going on. You know, yeah, sounds like it's pretty rapid. It's sad thing to happen to anybody. Doesn't matter if it's a model or a Brazilian. It's a sad thing to happen to <laughs> it a person. To be both. Yeah, she was a model and a Brazilian. She was a double. All the best ones are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness, I feel terrible for her friends. Amy, it's just a twenty-one-year-old, you know, person. You know, just ready. Twenty. Twenty. Twenty years old. Twenty years ready, old. Ready to head head off into life, and you know. Crazy misdiagnosis. I'd like to kick a doctor in the nuts if I had the chance right now. You know that you don't. That there should be. It seems like, you know, with the the amount of these that we're seeing, because the results are so tragic that anything everyone should be starting to be checked for. You know, it's going to up our healthcare costs. Da, 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 da. Does but it mention at all what part bacterial. of Brazil this is? <sighs> Not that I, I read. No. I mean, why do you ask? Well, because there's absolutely parts of Brazil where the the medical uh, abilities and a level of care is is not up to par what med- medicine is today. Well, she was pretty, so she probably had the better health care than, <laughs> than most people. Yeah, yeah. She was not breathing on her own and was un- undergoing hemodialysis, blood dialysis. Um, in America, we just chop off the hemo and just undergoing dialysis at a hospital in the city of Sarah. So wherever the city of Sarah is. I'm not sure, but maybe next time we can ask our Brazilian friend, Romulo Costa, to give us a little uh, rundown on the area of Sarah. See where that is. Well, so That's a tough one to end on there, Scott. It is. Yeah, that's kind of sad. I really feel bad for Yeah, sad. For friends Go ahead and, and listen back again, and uh, everyone, and see how sad Tom and Chad was. I remain uh, if, professional if, at all times. So you were hysterically laughing for the first five minutes of the story. <laughs> Untrue. So please, please, if you're... You better I'm, hope nobody rewinds. I am sorry if you're offended by this. Uh, Tom and Chad, you know, it's just it's their personality. That's what they are. They like to, to pick on people that uh, they can't defend themselves. Well, once again, we come to the end of another podcast. Radio listeners and podcasters, my friends and family, ones that I have loved... For so long and served so well i really want to thank tom for being a part of this once again tom hey glad to be here thanks everybody for listening chad, chad. uh you know i always appreciate being here uh rolling the issues of the day with youtube voice um it seems that uh, any issues we didn't i'm hit? always here <laughs> any issues that we didn't hit yeah I, well, I, that you wanted, you wanted to speak yeah speak on well, I'm quite surprised actually that Scott didn't uh, didn't throw down the uh, raising of taxes in California. Seems to be a huge issue right now. It is a huge issue, but I wanted to keep things a little bit lighter for the most part with right. amputated limbs, amputated dead girls. Yeah, yeah. you know, talk about Tom. I'm glad we stayed at light, George. That's right. Well, so. she probably lost that 20 pounds she'd been trying to lose by the amputation of her hands and feet. That's right. She's yeah. like, thank you. Did you really want to hurt me? <laughs> and it comes full circle. You know, our, our ratings are going to go through the roof. Because she couldn't be handcuffed to the wall. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> she, she's good to go. Oh. <laughs> no, Chad, our ratings are going to go through the roof uh, with, with four years of, of, uh, of the Messiah. So we've got plenty of, of things to keep us busy there with his socialist ideals. We don't need uh, to talk about your pal Arnold and, and what he is doing to ruin. For the record, California. I'd just like to throw out an invitation to Brock yes. or Arnold to come down to Club 10, have a cigar with the boys. Yes. Talk a little politics. Yep. Talk a little change you can believe in. Yes. Um, and then, you know, maybe Scott will get his wish and, you know, he's challenged Barack. Um, you know, I, I find it hard to believe that you would that you would actually go there if he was sitting here uh, because you're a spineless gerbil. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> oh, that would be But I would def- definitely welcome the opportunity to have a cigar with either of those two guys. And uh, well, how about a third guy? You want to invite Hillary Clinton? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's Tracy. During the course of this podcast, Thomas Scott have offended someone or something. To alleviate anyone sending nasty emails, Thomas Scott would like to apologize to Barack the Messiah, Hillary Clinton, the use of smart power as a lame catchphrase, the French, boy George, male escorts, male escorts that get handcuffed to hooks, angry women who shoot their boyfriend for not letting her sleep, shoplifters who get run over two times, anyone who shops at TJ Maxx, designer purses sold at TJ Maxx, gay mayors, interns that have sex with mayors, Muslim, the religion of peace, men who cut off their wives' head, Muslim TV stations, socialist members of the Messiah's cabinets, global warming, global cooling, global temperature change, climate change, or whatever Carol Browner calls it, crazy men who pose as women, posing as a veterinarian, stealing money from the common people Scott has loved so long and represented so well, the state of Washington, teens that have sex with their teachers, disturbed teachers that have sex with their students, Brazilian models who lose their hands and feet in medical mistakes, Brazilian models that die from losing their hands and feet from medical mistakes, anyone that lives in Brazil and has to go to a doctor.